Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. We want to know, once and for all, should it be illegal for your workplace to contact you outside of your working hours? France, after all, is famous for granting workers the right to ignore communications outside of working hours. That was back in 2017. We spoke about it at the time, and Leo Varadkar even mentioned it. But it never happened. It never materialised. He said he would do it. Anyway, should we go a step further? Should it be illegal or forbidden, unless you sign up for it, for your workplace to contact you outside of your working hours? And stop adding people to these bloody groups. The new, new group. You know this crack? Jane is a nightmare for groups. She loves groups. She has like four groups of different people for the same thing. I just don't know. She just, and then she goes away on holidays and leaves the group and then comes back and announces her entrance. And she goes, <laughs> Jane, you're a gas. Anyway, <laughs> I'm back, everybody. Anyway. Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. All right, let's go to Philip. Philip, how are you doing? You're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Philip? Niles, good evening. How are you keeping? How are you um, doing? With regards to... Huh? Sorry. Regarding call-outs, I've been on call-outs on different jobs for the last 20 years plus. Right. Um, now, and sometimes... My first time I was on call-out was in a hotel in Galway in the early 2000s. And I wasn't supposed to be on call, but I was in maintenance but my, my uh, operations manager, it was part of his contract because he was the operations manager to be on call. And then he'd have to call in contractors. But he came to me and he was dead sound. And he says, John, he says, you live, or Philip, you live close to to the hotel. Yeah. Uh, and I'm 30 miles away. Would you mind? And I says, well, well. he says, I'll tell you what he says. I get For every time the hotel rings you, I'll give you four and a half hours pay plus whatever time. Now, there was a group of five or six of us in maintenance, but some of the lads, it wasn't really worth their while calling yeah. them in. So I kind of did it. Now, one week I got 28 hours and that, uh, 28 calls one weekend, and it was stressful. I only did it for a few years. But at least I got paid. You got paid for I it, yeah. That yeah. phone rang. I got four and a half hours, which is a day and a half, uh, over a day, a half day's pay. Then well, after, that's something. You wouldn't, you don't mind being contacted if somebody's going to give you money. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you hear this time. After I left, my boss then he left the hotel, and then I left. I went to a different hotel, but I still came in contact with the other the other lads. There was two lads in there, highly skilled, but they were foreign, but they were highly skilled. They had engineering degrees and everything, but they hadn't got good English. But the 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 job they got was if they were called in. They had to take time off again. They got nothing. So if you're called in from seven o'clock oh, the night, oh, they did it. In, in yeah, okay, so so it was in lieu of the day hours you were working. Yeah, oh, that's a so lot of shite. You got time off the next day. Yeah, you got time off, and they couldn't take the time off. No, that's all it. nonsense. Of, of, uh, nonsense, and that's what's gone on since. Uh, I talked to a lad working for the HSE. Uh, I worked for six years for a contractor for the HSE. The contractors got all sorts. I worked with a permanent member of staff and we were having coffee one day. This is going back a good while now, so there's nobody yeah. going to get. Uh, he earned 4,800 euros in one week on call. Wow. Because every time he got called, 
He got paid. He had, uh, well, that, that's what I, I was saying this earlier to Tom when we were talking to Tom, the firefighter. I was saying, I know a doctor. And he now he's well paid. Don't get me wrong. The man is on one hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand a year, right? He's a, he's a good doctor. He's a specialist, but he will be on call in one of the major hospitals, say at a bank holiday weekend, and he loves doing the bank holiday weekends because they're long weekends, and he doesn't do very much. He he spent most mm. of his time. Uh, he has like a little room with a bed in it. He's we have a snooze, read a book, and he'll be called every now and again if there's an emergency or a situation, you know, with somebody with, that he needs his specialist skill. But he wouldn't be called all weekend, and he get pay. He gets paid ridiculous amount. He's like he gets paid, I think, over two grand for the weekend. Yeah, we we were working now. As I've gone out of it now, I'm nearly retired. I can say this, but we were working on and they're fixing an air conditioning unit in a hospital, and we were it was in accounts. They were moving shop, but we, the, the, there was expense sheets given in, and there was one, a doctor. I don't know what he, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was a surgeon, I think, or something like that. But yeah, yeah. He's on call expenses for three months was thirty thousand euros. Yeah, well, I believe it. You know, so it's so. But then other people I know another hotel where the the, the, the maintenance man threw his metal toolbox through the general manager's door because he was a maintenance man in the hotel by himself, and when he started the job. Uh, the general manager asked him, "Do you have your phone number?" So that was all right. He he gave the general manager his phone number. The general manager manager gave the phone number to the bar staff, to the cleaners. He was getting everybody okay. to block toilet. He was fucking stressed <laughs> out. He was being dragged in by everybody, you know, until he had nearly had a breakdown. He put the toolbox. Straight through the glass door. Yeah, I'd, shove it up, I'd shove the toolbox up his arse if he was doing that to me all the time. But here's the thing. You don't really mind too much. Now, as long as they're not taking the piss, if you're getting well paid for being, you know, for getting contacted outside of working hours. But if you're not getting paid for it and they're just contacting you and saying on a Saturday afternoon you're in the pictures with your missus or whatever and you're getting messages from the, the WhatsApp group saying, does anyone know where such and such a file is? And can somebody go online and switch this on? Or can somebody do this? You be going. Well, I mean, leave, will you leave me alone? You know, I, I finish on Friday at five. That's it. Goodbye. I'll tell you, tell you a good one because uh, I never forget this. I was at home one Saturday night, finished work, and uh, it was summertime. And I was sitting down. I got a Chinese. I got a bottle of wine. The wife had got a Chinese. The kids had got a Chinese. I sit down. The phone rings. Panic in the hotel. The lights in. Room four, whatever it was, four three one. No lights in the room. Can you come in immediately? So I said, "Well, fuck this. I'm going to tear in. I had a motor. I have a motor. I had a motorbike for, for being on call because I couldn't be gone in the car all the time. But I treated myself at least to a motorbike while I was mm. on call. Yeah, so you can so get there quicker. I went in, tore into the hotel and ran up to the room and went in. And the lights were all the trip switch was gone. It was just someone had plugged in an American hair dryer or something. But the trip but switch and, and nobody in the not one other person in the hotel knew how to flick a trip switch. Oh, that wasn't bad enough, Nile. Okay, right? No, they didn't. So I tripped the trip switch. Got the room where I worked in, and I went down to reception. And I says, "Can you tell the guests the room was fine? Such and such a room." And your one took up the computer, and she says, "There's no one booked into that room till next Tuesday." Ah, you're kidding me. I'm not. That's so there was no need not. even for you to be there. Ah, that's nonsense. No, no, no. Did you get paid? Oh, I got paid for it, yeah. What a waste of money that was. Lost, but yeah. other people don't get paid. 
I was in other hotels that where I didn't get paid. Ah, well, I wouldn't know? be doing it. You wouldn't be running in on a Saturday afternoon on your time off if you didn't get paid. But stay, no, stay there for a second. Let me, let me go back to Cormac here as well. Cormac, how are you doing? You're on Ireland's Classic It's Radio. How are you doing? Cormac, should your boss be allowed to contact you outside of working hours? I want to be awful important now if he, if he wants to go contacting you. It would want to be awful important, wouldn't it? Yeah. When you go out the door every evening, Friday, that's it, you're done. Yeah, I mean, what can't wait till Monday, you know what I mean? What can't wait till Monday, and if he needs you, just put up to him to remind you before he goes. Yeah. To take his job, he's the boss, and he's getting paid for that. Are you in any WhatsApp, are you in work WhatsApp groups or anything like that? Uh, no, I don't really have a WhatsApp group now at work, could it just be? Right, okay. They're a nightmare. Go all there and then what you doing. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be in them, they're a nightmare. The pretend, yeah. A lot of it's pretentious stuff as well, you know what I mean? It's just, you know, no need happy yeah. birthday yeah. somebody or somebody's, or somebody's dead or something, you know? Yeah. And everybody gets told. Yeah. <laughs> I know, there's no way to emails, emails told what will happen to be yeah. over about it. Yeah. But I know I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be contacted outside of work. But, but even, but even in France, even in France, you're not allowed to send an email to a worker outside of working hours. Yeah. Well, it's not really. I, I haven't really put too much thought into the matter, no, either. Like, if they if they if they rang me, I wouldn't be. If I if I was getting bad, what, 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 no, what do you do? What do you do for a living? What do you do for a living, Cormac? Um, I'm a carpenter. Right, and do you work for yourself or work for somebody else? Oh no, I'm work, working working for somebody else. Right, okay. But no, I wouldn't be. No, I wouldn't. If I was getting bad, carpenter, I would call there left, right, and centre. No, no, I wouldn't be having that. You know, like, no like, like if, the, if the boss rang you on a Saturday and said, "Listen, hey, Cormac, yeah, Mick wants to know, will you drop him over the jigsaw? He needs it. At, you know, number forty-seven there, the terrace. Will you drop it over to him?" Uh actually, I would because I'd be able to put that on my timesheet and I get paid. Oh, you get paid for it, will you? Okay, yeah. Right. So, but thinking that now, it probably wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, are so, you? No. Are you a good carpenter, Cormac? I might be handy enough now. Hard to find a good carpenter have, these days. Have you any, any nixers? Do you need any nixers done, no? Name your price, huh? Here's uh, the thing, right? As a tradesperson, and I've always wanted to know this, right? Because I'm not a tradesman myself. But as a tradesperson, when you arrive at someone's gate, you know, they call you out to say, I don't know, build a few cupboards or something or shelves or something for them, right? As a nixer, yeah. right? And they say, could you come out and give us a price? I'm looking for some shelves. Or I'm looking for an attic conversion or something, right? I need the attic window or yeah. something done. When you see the house, do you charge them based on what it looks like they can pay? Uh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. You give them a fair price. You know, you like you would, if you walked up and seen them lived in a nice gaff and they had a BMW, you know, 2022 BMW in the garden, would you be rubbing your hands going, there you go, it's yeah, a 20% yeah, on that? That's because I remember years ago, right? Why wouldn't you? I had a nice house years ago, but I remember years ago, I had this big house and I was getting some plumbing done, right? And I was asking the plumber to, in the attic, we convert the attic, to drop the pipes down into the rafters, you know, because we were getting the attic converted. So there's all the pipes were up there, dropped them down into the rafters. So it's a matter of cutting them notches out of them, dropping them down and all that kind of thing, right? Anyway, yeah. he arrives at the house, has a look at the job, and he goes, I, I, I'll get you a price by, later on today. I'll send you over a price later on. I said, can you not just give it to me now? And he says, no, I'll send it over to you. And I said to him, as soon as he said that, I said to him, I'm in trouble here now. 
So he rang mm. me up and he says, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the price on that now would be, ah, you'd be looking at 2-1 for that. And I says, what do you mean 2-1? He said, 2,100. I said, you're having a laugh, aren't you? And he said, well, well how much were you expecting it to be? I said, I was thinking about 1,000 quid. And he says, would 15 be all right? So I said, you've just dropped the price like by 600 quid. And he went, ah, yeah. But, and I said, now you're grand. So I just hung up on him. Because the fact that he could, he could literally drop the price by 600 quid because he knew I was taking, he knew I knew he was taking the piss. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, I, I went off on a tangent. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. No, but if there was a rich, if there was, no, you'd. But gee, I, then again, I know everyone around me that I'd be doing, you'd be doing anything for us. Yeah. You well, couldn't really. Yeah, well, if you do a good price, they'll get you back again, won't they? That's yeah. the whole point of it. Anyway, sorry, I've gone off on a tangent. Getting back to, you know, being contacted outside of working hours. James, how you doing? Very well, how are you? Good, James. James, well, thanks. Yeah, oh, James, they're all saying hello to you now, James. James, do you believe you should be contacted outside of working hours? No, but purely because there are so many bosses out there that rely on human nature. And as a diligent worker, like yourself or many others, um, you have a tendency of going, all right then, uh, and getting on with it, rather than then going and employ the right amount of staff or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I mean, what do you work at? It says here you work at a factory. Uh, yeah, I mean, at the moment, I'm um, working um, uh, I Hanish, uh, the aluminium factory, so we could be called in and sent out um, at moment's notice. But that's kind of nature of the beast, and you know that, generally speaking. Yeah, but you get paid for that. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, jeepers, creepers. That's what happens. Would you do a call out for the technical team, Jane? <laughs> Tell them we need... <laughs> text them there. What time is it at night? It doesn't matter what time at night it is. Just text them. All right. So, oh, sorry, I left the group. Because I left the group, I can't contact anybody. Ah, now you've been a smart ass. Jane, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate it if you would get James back for me there. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. There was always seven one double eight travel zero eight. What we're asking is because research has shown a survey uh, that the stress that employees are under when it comes to work group chats, they found that employers need to set defined boundaries and expectations when it comes to you know, work-related WhatsApp group chats, etc. And the survey by XL Recruitment showed that around 58% of employees feel they are permanently on call and they're kind of obliged to answer messages from friends outside of working hours, with a further 32% explaining that they were concerned about getting into trouble at work if they didn't reply. And, and there is that kind of expectation, isn't there? You know, that if you... Like, when you see a message coming up in the WhatsApp group, right, in work... This is between us two, right? Nobody else, okay? When you when you see the message come up, you see it and you go, oh, shite, okay, that's the boss. I'm not going to reply. But then some other asshole replies. And then once, then, then they all start replying. And did you ever notice, by the way, there's always the one that's the first to reply all the time, isn't there? There's always that one in work. They're always the first to reply. And then everybody else feels kind of obliged to say something. James, sorry, I lost you for a second. No, you didn't, did Yeah, so James, do you have a work WhatsApp group? No, thankfully. Yeah, good. For that, that reason, that 
That, that it'll be instantly on mute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a thing you can do now, isn't there, in WhatsApp where you can you can click something so even if you do read it, it doesn't let people know you've read it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. There's a, a few little things on there you can do apparently. Apparently. Yeah, and do you think people are obliged or feel obliged to respond when they're contacted? Because they're usually contacted for silly reasons. It's usually something that can wait till Monday, you know. It, oh, definitely. I think that WhatsApp groups, I think, are fun for sports groups and um, uh, a bunch of mates, but not for work, unless it's on a work phone, which you should be turning off at the end of your working shift. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's not a bad idea. I know people who have two phones, one for work and one for pleasure, uh, and, they turn yeah. off, and they turn off the work phone when this, the moment they step out of work. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's what you want, because otherwise you are, you're on call permanently otherwise. Yeah, because if you worked in the public sector for the civil service, you would never be contacted outside of working hours. Never. No, that's true. Wouldn't happen. Um, There'd be a strike. I mean, you work work hours, let alone outside work hours. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, James, sorry, thanks for that. I know your line is a bit ticky there. Let me go to Michael, who's uh, a little bit of a distance away. He's in New York. Hi, Michael. Hi. How are you? I'm good, Michael. Good to talk to you again, my friend. Good to talk to you too. How's everything? Good? Good. Oh, good. Nice summer's day. New York is probably sweltering at the moment and the humidity is probably, you know, so high that you walk down the street and you're soaking wet. Yeah, pretty much so. Pretty much so. Is it is it warm in New York today? Yeah, do you know what? We're still kind of, we haven't really hit the summer properly yet. Like, it's still cold in the morning, but it is getting up to about, you know, high 70s, early, like low 80s during the day. So it is nice, but the humidity is concealed for sure. Yeah, well, I have to say, we're getting a bit of a treat this year. June so far has been beautiful. Um, today in my car. So, I, so I've heard. Yeah, 26 degrees today in my car. Lovely. The sun has been shining all week. It hasn't rained. But before you know it, you just know what's going to happen. The farmers are going to be given out. There'll be a hosepipe ban within three days. And then the word climate change will be mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they yeah. can't be happy. You know? Yeah, they just can't be happy. They just can't get on with it. And, and, and I'm seeing on some of the, the the threads on Twitter, people giving out saying, "Oh, it's too warm." Oh, would you get over yourself? It's only 25 degrees for God's sake. You know what I mean? It's just like when the winter times come, it's it's too cold in the winter and it's too hot during the summer. It's yeah, it's called the or seasons. Too much rain. <laughs> yeah. Get over Absolutely. it. Okay, getting back to, to work-life balance. Getting back to a work-life balance. I mean, is it fair? Or I mean, the French have taken this very seriously. We were meant to take it seriously, and we're meant to bring in legislation two years ago, uh, but we never did. Uh, do you believe it should be illegal, essentially, unless you agree to it otherwise, that your boss contacts you outside of working hours? You know, I don't think it's going to go to the extreme of being illegal, but I do think that as the individual can, you know, set the boundaries itself. So, like, for instance, if I'm in the WhatsApp groups or, like, just the group text messages, and if somebody sends a question in or whatever, I'll let that sit for a few hours, knowing that they've probably figured it out in the meantime, and then just say, oh, sorry, just saw this now. Did you fix it or is it all right? You know, or if you get that email, like, like on the Friday evening asking a stupid question, I would just answer that back on Monday. When the workday starts, not even first thing. You know, I just think if you set the boundary, yeah, 
to be a little less prone to ask unless it's an absolute emergency and then of course yeah of course so in other words what you're saying is if you're willing to answer they'll keep doing it I feel like they keep coming back at you and I'm sure that there's that one person at work that would be quick to respond so they just keep going back to that person every time yeah, that, that happens in most WhatsApp groups that I, I'm aware of or that I might be part of. There is that one person who's always the first to answer. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? So I work in construction. And so I have different bosses depending on what site I'm on or whatever. But the last site that I was on, my boss, I don't want to say harass you with phone calls, but it was a constant, constant thing. And now this job that I'm on now, I, once I leave work, that's it until I get to the next day. And I didn't realize how much I appreciate not getting the phone calls than I do now that I'm working on a site that I don't get bothered after hours. Yeah, it'd be, I have to say it'd be worse to be getting the phone calls. I thankfully don't get phone calls after work. Um, yeah, it, it, was, it was phone calls all the time. And I, used to, I used to do what I just said about the text. I let it go. And then I call back in like an hour or two and oh, God, sorry, I was real busy. Even if I was doing absolutely nothing, just to kind of set that tone of I'm busy when I'm not at work, too. Okay. I'm not, like, there to get your hand. Right, okay, okay. And by the way, somebody's just texted, how long is Michael living in New York? How long are you living in New York, Michael? Uh, well, so I, I've told the story before, but I'm sure that you don't remember. So I was born and raised over here, and then I moved to Ireland when I was 10. And we lived there for six years. And we came back 12 years ago. So I've been here for most of my life. Yeah, but you, you still got a bit of an Irish twang in there. Yeah, and you know what I think happens is when I talk to people who, like talking to you, obviously Irish accent, I feel like it comes back up. And I notice that with a lot of people when they're talking to somebody yeah. from a different nationality <laughs> that they relate to, it starts to come back out again. So in other words, if I start talking to an Italian on the phone, I might talk like a data. <laughs> you might get some Italian out of <laughs> I don't um, do the language, but I do the lingo. Michael, listen, thank you very much indeed. Have a yeah. good day. Are you heading, are you, what, what time is it now? Are you heading, are heading home from work now, yeah? Yeah, I should be home in about 10 minutes. So okay. You take oh, it easy. Before I get off the phone, yeah. I, I've, I've been listening to the podcast as well. It's very, very good. I really do enjoy it. Thanks very much indeed, and I really appreciate it. Thanks, right, Michael. Now. See you, Michael. Mike, good luck to you. There you go. Uh, keep texting. Keep what's happening. The number is 87 08 Now let me go to John. John, hi. How are you? How you doing, Noel? How are you? Good, good. WhatsApp groups. Do you think... Uh, Noel, here's the thing, Noel. Um, John, uh, John, are you on a speakerphone again? Go for it. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's so much better. Can you... There's a public announcement. Please don't be on speakerphones. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, John. <laughs> Noel, it, it was crazy what happened in the pandemic. And, and, and this is on relation to what happened with my son, Noel. Um, God... You know, yeah. it was crazy, Noel. Everybody was crazy. Things were crazy. But unfortunately, he was working with Don Stars at that time. And uh, they set up a WhatsApp group. Right. And Noel, he was tormented. Never stopped. Tormented, Never Noel. stopped, did it? It didn't stop. And Noel, they were walking around the clock because they, they couldn't get the staff in. Because God loved the guys. The they didn't want to go in because they were getting blasted. 
Yeah. They were working. They, Noel, they couldn't keep the shelves full, as you know. They were yeah, that's right, yeah. Panic buying. They were this, they were yeah, that. Yeah, there, there wasn't a string of Jack's paper to be got. I remember that, too. No. Yeah. And, Noel, here's the thing. I remember my son coming to me. He says, Dad, I can't do this anymore. And he was only open, Noel, at the time. What are you about? 17? Yeah. 18? He was going on 18 at the time. I says, well, you know, I said, look, I said, I know it's, I know it's bad. He says, look, I'm supposed to be off tomorrow. But blah, 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 got to me on the phone. And do you know what really got me, Noel? Mm. Well, he says, no, I'm not going to mention his name, but he says, if you don't come in tomorrow, he says, your hours will be cut there, he says, next week. Oh, my. Noel, That's like a threat. Here's the thing, Noel. Yeah. I went up to that supermarket. I did. With my good uh, partner. And I went and I said, him. Where is that? Is who do you think you're threatening? I says, I says, you ever think about threatening my son? I says, just because he won't come in on his day off, I says, I says, you won't have a life. I lost it, I did. Oh, I know. And that's and what we, not, you your, what? not your proudest moments, no. No, no. Yeah. And you know what? I said it to him. I said, look, here's the thing, son. If you don't want to go back, don't go back. He says, no, I'm not. I'm done with it. He says, I'm done with it. Pardon and I said, you're better off. Yeah. But the money, Noel, that they were paying them. They navigate the money thing. Yeah, and to be on call like that all the time. The yeah. yeah. Yeah, mate. You know, and Noel, what, what I'm trying to get through to you is, is anybody that's doing a job, if they don't agree to it and they didn't sign up for anything, their hours, whether they're nine to five or, you know, you know, whatever they work, whatever shift it is, night shift, day shift, the minute that shift ends, nobody, and I mean nobody, should be contacting that employee. And he, I tell you what, here's a, here's a way around it, right? What you could do is, if you're getting phone calls or messages, the time you take to respond to it or the time you take to answer that call, write it down on a little diary, add it all up and bill them for it. And then they'll, they'll stop doing it very quickly. Well, I didn't know you could do that, Noel. No, well, you can't. But I'm just saying if you did, that would stop them doing it very quickly, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I suppose, Noel. Yeah. You know, um... But a lot of companies are just abusing that staff, I think. Yeah. Because it seems to be the thing now. Look, even my well, son even, now, Well, particularly in the retail sector, staff are... When I say abuse, well, they're taking advantage of. Yeah. And, and they're all on a WhatsApp group again. And it seems to be... It's the matter now that they're all in... Oh, yeah, join the WhatsApp group. It's all a bit of crack. But it's not really. No. You know, no. It's trying to catch you out. Trying to get you in, trying to do you more hours, um, contact you outside of work hours. It's it's disgraceful, Noel. Are you in any WhatsApp groups yourself in work, right? I don't know. No. I wouldn't, Noel. I, I don't. And I, I said it to me, so I says, don't, don't ever join them. Don't. That's just you're, you're in most easiest for even getting into them. You know. Yeah. I says, why did you even? I says, did you not learn your lesson after doing stars? No. Obviously not. So, yeah. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.